Good morning, Aaron Marcus here, founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business. Today, I want to talk to you about what I call keep or tweak, keep or tweak, keep or tweak. How do you know in your business what you should keep doing, what you should stop doing, and what just needs to be tweaked? Because being a business owner means making decisions. Like being a human means making decisions, but being a business owner basically means you're a problem solver. That's what businesses do. Businesses exist to make money and they make money by solving problems. Being the business owner makes you chief problem solver slash chief, chief decision maker, right? And one of the hardest decisions to make in a business is, do I stay the course or do I do something different? How do I know when I'm on the right path and I just haven't tried hard enough yet, right? You hear that um, people quit three feet from gold. How do I know if I'm quitting three feet from gold or if I'm throwing good money after bad? It's the difference between knowing if you're being driven by inspiration or Am I being driven by fear or a scarcity mindset? And the truth is there's no perfect, perfect way to tell whether you're on either side of these things. It's about making a decision, knowing that you're going to do everything you need to do to give it your best shot, look at the results that you get, and then make your next decision based on that information. There really is no simple, straightforward path to what you're trying to achieve, to the money you're trying to make. It's a series of adjustments. It's absolutely a series of adjustments. So with that in mind, I've been talking to some very, very successful business owners lately. And what they're all telling me, what we're all talking about is what used to work isn't working anymore. Things are harder than they used to be. And by used to be, I mean a year ago, right? Things are harder than they were a year ago. Things are definitely harder than they were 18 months ago. Um, a financial person I know who does bookkeeping and consulting for coaches and consultants said, now that we're coming off of the tax season here in the United States, I don't know the dates in the rest of the world, but now that we're coming off of tax season here in the United States, she has seen more coaches and consultants and other business owners get part-time jobs than she has ever seen before. Talking to a very successful friend of mine yesterday out in California who is adjusting what they're doing because what they've been so successful at doing for years now it's not working right now. It's not working the same way. And the changes that need to be made in your business due to the economy is coming up in conversations now more than, more than I've really ever seen it. Everything just seems harder to accomplish. Like everything is just harder to accomplish. Um, there was no lettuce at the grocery store yesterday. Like seriously, it's iceberg lettuce. This is the most benign, probably non-nutritional value food you could find. They used to be 49 cents and prolific and now you can't even find them. Things are just harder than they used to be. 
So if being a business owner equals being the chief problem solver, the chief decision maker, then marketing is your testing ground. Marketing is your laboratory. Marketing and how you talk about what you do and who is buying what and what you see response to, that's where you go to get the data to help you make your decisions. Large corporations test in a laboratory. They test in research, right? They test in market research studies. Small business owners test in the marketplace. If I make an offer, do people buy it? Do they not buy it? If I put content out there, is it landing? Is it not landing? Small business owners test in the marketplace. So what do you need to do if you put this all together? What? Let's give you some tangible takeaways. You know I'm big on my tangible takeaways. What do you need to do if being a, decision, being a business owner equals being the chief decision maker and the marketplace is your testing ground? How do you know to give you the best chance at making, quote unquote, the right decision, or if that's not available, making the best decision that you can possibly make given your current circumstances here. So here's a piece of really good news for you. The ideas and the concepts and the the questions I want you to ask yourself, they're actually not any different than they are in a good economy. The questions are the same. They're the exact same things you should be doing when things are going well. The difference is when there's challenges in the economy and challenges in your business, you have to be even more vigilant than when things are easier. Right now, you have to make faster decisions. You have to make more strategic decisions. You have to do your homework more. Um, I call it do the work before you go to work. You have to do your prep work before you go out into the world with your random acts of marketing and random acts of business. They don't work in a good economy. They certainly don't work in a difficult one. So the great news is if you do this now during a more challenging time, you are setting yourself up for massive, massive, massive success when the economy eases up, when things get a little easier. Because the truth of the matter is, they will get easier. We've been through this before. Everything is ebb and flow. Things go up, things go down. If you can do this work now when things are hard, this is what will propel you forward, quantum leap forward when things are a little easier. So what do you need to do? Let's give you some tangible things to look at. Number one, stay clear on your overall goal. Stay absolutely clear on your overall goal, not your financial goal. In this case, I mean your outcome. What is the outcome you provide for your client? Make sure you are absolutely clear on the outcome you provide for your client. If you keep changing the outcome you provide for your client, you don't get the benefit of building momentum in your brand. You lose all momentum. And now is not the time to be losing momentum. Using my business as an example, we have several different ways we work with people. We have several different ways of meeting people where they are and how we help them. But the outcome we provide has never faltered. We help entrepreneurs and small business owners grow their business with strategy, not insta tactics. That's never changed. 
it will never change. That's like the thing that drives me. So number one, you have to get clear on the outcome that you provide and don't wobble on it or waver on it so that you don't lose the momentum that branding gives you in the marketplace. Number two, you have to understand at a whole different level the problem that your client is experiencing. Remember, businesses exist to solve problems. So what is the problem that you solve for your client? What problem are they facing? There are nuances to the ways you can speak about the solution you offer. There's so many different ways you can have the same outcome and talk about it differently. Understanding the very specific problem that your ideal client is facing is what is going to let you create the language that lands with them. Make sure you understand the nuances of the problem that your client is facing so you can speak to them better. I've also seen a lot of businesses go out of business or hit even harder times than they needed to because the problem that they were speaking to no longer exists or it's not the biggest problem their ideal client has. If your client has more pressing needs than the problem you solve in a constricting economy when there's less money available, you are going to have a really, really hard time getting clients. So when I talk about understanding the problem that your ideal client is facing, it's also to make sure, one, that you can speak to it, but two, that you're actually solving the most urgent problem they have, or at least top three. If what you do solves a problem that no, they no longer have or solves a problem that's got knocked down on the priority list because there's bigger problems to be had, you're going to have a harder time. Basically, in a word, in, in a phrase, read the room. Read the room. What are they experiencing? What are they feeling? What is their challenges? And then go speak to that. So number one, be clear on that outcome on the ultimate goal. Number two, make sure that you understand the problem your ideal client is facing. And number three, be more specific, not more general. In a constricting economy, people get real dialed into the problems that they're having. You need to show how you solve very specifically the problem that you're having. I mean, that's a sales and marketing tactic in general that you need to stay on top of. But in a constricting economy, when people are having challenges, they're very, very interested in solving their very specific problem and less interested in just feeling better, for example. Specific problems and specific outcomes get priority over general feelings and general outcomes when things are harder. Niche has become even more important. Your niche has become even more important because this is what lets you understand the exact problem they're having, the exact way you can solve it and get really, really specific for them. Make sure to that point that you are selling and marketing to a niche that still exists. If their world has changed to the point that the problem you solve is no longer even on their radar, 
this is going to be a challenge. You can adjust your niche. You can tweak your niche. Remember, we started out by saying, what do you need to keep doing, stop doing, and tweaking? You can tweak your niche to make sure that a market still exists for your business through your marketing, through what you are saying and who you are saying it to. And you can do that without having to throw the baby out with the bathwater of your entire business strategy. So this is one of those places where if you understand the outcome you provide, you understand the problem your ideal client has, you can get so specific for that niche that you can literally save your business and save some of the turmoil that you might be going through. You can just adjust your niche by what you are saying who you are saying it to, and where you are saying it. So the fourth thing I want to talk about for you is not so much about branding as it is about your operations side. You've got to get real clean on your finances and your processes. You've got to make sure that you're removing the friction in your money and your methods so that you're not wasting time and wasting money. These are luxuries in an easier market when money is flowing. You might have a more robust team. You might have a more robust process, and it's fine. But right now, you want to be moving the friction from your systems and from your money. Look at what you're doing. Look at how you're achieving your internal processes. Where can you clean that up? Is there a way to get the outcome you need less expensively or in a less complex way because it's really weird I'm not exactly sure why this happens I'm sure there's a a law of the universe that explains this but left to its own devices I don't know if you've noticed this but if you're not vigilant about it things get more complicated and they get more expensive all by themselves left on its own things are harder and more complicated and more money than they need to be So you need to be keeping a little better track of what you're spending, what the results it's having, and making sure that you're being efficient. One last piece I'll throw in here for you. So what did we talk about? Look at me, my notes here. We want to be clear on the overall goal. We want to understand at a whole different level the problem that your ideal client is having. We want to be more specific, not more general, making sure our niche really understands who we are talking to, what we do for them, where we're saying it. We're going to watch our finances, watch our processes to make sure we're being as efficient as possible for the outcomes that we want. And then the last one is double down on your mindset work. Double down on your mindset work. It's very, very easy to get sucked into reaction mode. It's very, very easy to feel massively overwhelmed and totally focused on this is the problem that you're having. The challenge is as soon as your brain goes problem, 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 all it sees is that problem. It basically turns off any inspired creative solution because it's just focused on the problem you've shown it. Now is the time to double down on the mindset work. So where are you not seeing the results that you want? Wherever in your life and in your business that you're not seeing the results that you want, what mindset work could help you open yourself up 
to different results, whether that's money stories, abundance versus scarcity, limiting versus empower beliefs, gratitude, always go back, right? Always go back to the gratitude for what it is that you do have, the gratitude for what it is that is working to help you get out of the spin out and out of the challenge of focusing only on the problem. So I started this whole conversation today with being a business owner equals making decisions. And as I go through the different categories I mentioned, you need to know how you personally, emotionally and physically feel when you're being led by inspiration or when you're being led by fear and scarcity. They have different physical feelings. They have different emotional attachments because one of the things that has not changed is if you are not running your business through inspired action, inspired action. I say this all the time to myself. It's all over my house. Inspired action plus positive expectations equals inevitable results. That has not changed. So be aware of how you feel physically and how you feel emotionally when you're making all of these decisions? Are you making them out of inspiration or are you making decisions out of fear and scarcity? Because the fear and scarcity decision-making, that's what leads you astray. I'll also leave you, leave you with this. Where there is challenges, there is opportunities. The groundwork you set by getting through a difficult time in your business is what allows you to massively propel forward, not only changing your own tide, but massively propelling you forward when the things in the world just open up again. So do your groundwork, not just to get through this hard time, but so that it leads you to all the opportunities that are available to you. Because as we know, things ebb and flow, and this too shall pass. And you want to be poised for success when that happens.